You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome, family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I'm your host, Casey Corbin. Thank you for joining us today in the podcast, but before we get to the show, you know what you have to do. Hit us up on all those social media outlets. You know the outlets they're talking about, where the kids are hanging out, where you're hanging out. You can just do that by, uh, if you're on uh, you know, Instagram, we are Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Check us out there on Facebook. Facebook backslash talking wrestling uh, on Twitter we are at TNW pod um, where else are we uh, oh my god we are on Spotify at talking wrestling podcast uh, yeah talking wrestling is on Spotify iTunes uh, rate review subscribe um, leave us a review five stars we'd appreciate that that would be cool and uh, yeah and and hey there's there's some talk there's some talk about ticks and ticks and talks and TikTok. there's a lot of talk going on talking wrestling tnw might be going to the double t the tt the TikTok could be happening oh exciting times exciting times for the show people exciting times hey it's time to start the show so here's my guest all not guest you know who he is he's the man uh he's the co-host he's the man who loves toast all the way from montreal more than six feet apart, it's Reese Turner. What's going on, brother? What's going on? How are you doing? You good? I am great. I am great. Let me tell you this. I don't know if you've noticed this. Uh, since the, the smoke cleared Toronto, I will say uh, I've noticed a few things on the street. I'll be walking down the street. And all of a sudden, I'll see Collision, Toronto. Big sign for it. Is that a dink that this week, AEW is coming to the GTA and they're hey, taking over? Dubs. Yeah, they're going to they parking up for a little bit, man. You know. Um, a little extended stay in the Golden Horseshoe, baby. Which I got to say, it's kind of ballsy of them considering that they've only done one show here. In, and, you know, a lot of the fans were, like, upset where the show was because they sold out the Rico uh, Coliseum, which is a they minor... sold it out so fast, too. Yes. But uh, I, I don't know if you've been following the numbers. Forbidden Door sold out really quickly. Collision. The tickets before last week's collision were very were dismal. And now the tickets since the collision have been picked up but they've dropped most of their prices to like 54 dollars now let me tell you uh i've been hearing tales about uh 100 levels tickets in the 100 levels going for as low as 16.99 well they (coughs) excuse me they um originally tried to sell at the whole arena and they're not even selling out. They they've cut half of it off. 
So 100%. all to you, all people, all to all you people that were saying that AEW could come in and automatically sell out the 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 big rink, uh, you're wrong. They need a special well, card to continue. Well, they did. It. Yeah, they well they did it for a pay per view. For a pay per view, but that wasn't the. They didn't come in for a pay per view last time. They came in for just a dynamite, a TV taping. I think though, if it was the first dynamite. Had it been the first dynamite, I think they could have done it. I think they could have done it for the first one. No, they couldn't have done it for the first dynamite because nobody even knew what the fuck they had then. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people were into AEW. I would just say this. I'm just saying this. It took CM Punk's name to be brought out to confirm that he was going to be here in Toronto for them to move those tickets. So he does. Listen, I'm not saying shit because I already had. I already had tickets to Collision, baby. Like, it's, uh, yeah, so so it looks like... Uh, I want to go to Hamilton Collision. Like, here's the thing about wrestling. And this is what I don't like about the dialogue that's been around wrestling for the last little bit. Man, we should be happy that wrestling is popping and people are talking about it. But everybody's just like, look, the tickets are bad. Look how fucking bad they are. And it's just like, man... Fuck, hopefully they get better, bro. We want them to get better because like, if they get worse, we'll just be back to a WWE world again. And that shit sucked. Well, look. It did. It. it did because, okay, listen. 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 All right. Listen. I'm Are you going to art? Okay, true or false? True or false? The product that WWE is offering now is 100 times better than the product they were offering in 2015. True or false? I would say I would say it's true. True or false? The product that they're offering is now now is a hundred times better than what they were offering in 2017. Yeah, but COVID really changed things. This no, what changed things is there became a viable alternative in the mainstream for people, and they had to step up. Every everything got stepped up after AEW made a splash. Oh, I'm not arguing any of that. Yeah, I'm not, but, I'm but, not disputing any of that. We can listen to the show. Where oh. this whole episode is about AEW. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So it made the product better. So for when people like, I'm not saying us. I'm saying people that are happy when ticket sales are bad. I don't want to go back to that type of WWE. No, hey, hey, I'm not happy when ticket sales are bad. I'm just pointing out to everybody who was whining when they weren't in. Look, there's something about seeing a show in a small venue that's comfortable to sit in. You know, it, it, it's, it's special and it's better. I'm just saying is if that, if, if fucking Collision was in that arena, it would be a way better show than what it's going to be in a half-empty arena. Uh, where they're gonna, where where people are just gonna get seats just by being outside. Hey, come in, please. We need seat fillers. Also, like, I'm really interested to see how they stage the space because you can stay. Like Scotiabank is laid out in a way. That's oh no, very... they're setting they're setting it up so they're only gonna film from a certain corner. So it's yeah, gonna of course, yeah, yeah, qu- yeah. it's gonna look three quarters full. Yeah, and like because of how like think like think in your mind's eye, Casey. Some 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 summon it into your mind's eye, the look of how Scotiabank is built. Now imagine with like half of it, it's gonna be fucking. It's still gonna look fucking. Pretty it's dope. still gonna be a great show. I'm yeah, not saying I'm not saying the show cool. shit. I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm bringing up the fact that people were upset 
that it would. Yeah, the, people are upset about it. But, but but how could you? Like, I could when they're upset. Uh, but like the people that they're at, at going to that went to previous Dynamite, like the you were at. Yeah. I know people that were upset that this should have been in the Air Canada Center or fucking the Scotia Bank place. Yeah. Why not just be happy you're at a sold out show and you got yeah, a good seat? Exactly. Because here's the thing about like a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of vocal wrestling fans is they're never happy. Like you could you could literally like there's somebody that's gonna complain about the card forbidden door that we're going to be blessed with. They're going to complain about it. They're going to find fault in that woven gold that's waiting on Sunday. Well, those people are all Jim Cornette listeners and all Jim that's Cornette it. fans. Because so for, for what you does and Jim I, Cornette do? He shits bitches. on wrestling on a regular basis. Everybody's like in agreement with him. We, we don't no. shit on wrestling that often. No, we we love the fucking craft of wrestling. Yes. But I'm just pointing out how ridiculous it was. And oh, yeah. Collision, I'm excited for Collision. Uh, CM Punk has been announced. The show, like, look at what happened on the last Collision. We now have CM Punk coming out, calling the Bucks counterfeit. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Tell That's me. No problem. Tell me when I'm telling... You know, he sounded like Chris Jericho trying to get a new catchphrase over. Tell me when I'm telling lies. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. I guarantee you there's going to be a new CM Punk shirt, and it's going to be tell me when I'm telling lies is going to be on the shirt, and that'll probably be on sale this weekend. He'll a have them already percent. printed up. A billion percent. Yeah. A billion percent. Tell me, tell those... me when I'm telling lies. Shut up, CM Punk, you fucker. <laughs> I can't wait. Honestly, I'm so excited uh, for everything, bro. Um, love is in the air. Um, <laughs> I can't. Honestly, there's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna weep for. I, I weep for wrestling because I don't think it will hit those highs again. Oh, it, the wrestling is, dude. Come on, man! I've been, I've been, I've been lucky enough to to go. I was like, I'm like, are you kidding me? WWE is hitting every pay per view out of the park these days. There, yeah, well, there's a lot of really great stuff in that. There, there are right rumors now. that the Gorillas of Destiny might show up in WWE and could end up being a part of the Bloodline with Roman, which will feud with the Usos. Yeah. That could happen. That might be a thing. Yeah. How awesome that could that be. be. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm over the bloodline. I like the story, but don't just start adding members left and right of your family now. Don't don't do that. Because I don't care about Gorillas of Destiny that much. You know, like well, they are they, they are family. They are family. You're right. But like, at at, at what point do you stop caring? Right now, you got a good. You got Roman and you got Solo versus the Us the Usos, and what's good is you still have the compelling story of this is still one brother separated from the other two and choosing his cousin over his own blood. Exactly. I think there's some cool shit that you can do with just them. I don't think you need to bring in the other uh, uh, annoying fucking clan there just to run them up and be like, look, look at, look, look, look how. <laughs> Like, you know, it's kind of like, to me, it's a bit much because my favorite parts of the story have already happened twice. Yes. 
like Sami Zayn doing it to Roman, but then losing kind of sucked, broke my heart a little bit, but still doing it was great. But Jimmy and Jay, yeah, I was like, good. It's about fucking time. Good. All right. Back to AEW. Here we are. Collision on TNT. Uh, this is this will be live Saturday. Oh boy. And uh listen to this. The main event, you got CM Punk, yeah, FTR, yeah, and Ricky Starks, yeah, against uh the oh my god. They've added the guns to the bullets. Bullet club and the guns. It's the bullet and guns. Dude, that's the most lethal bullet club ever is the bullet club. That has guns, fully loaded. Bullet Club, fully loaded. They should be. They should just be called fully loaded. But that's probably yeah. trademarked by WWE already. Full. Oh shit, you're right. Well, wait a minute. I remember the first fully loaded. I think was about DX. DX fully loaded. Maybe Billy Gunn can lay claim to it and through yeah. and then give it to the guns. Listen, you guys can use it, but if you use it, we get free tickets for life. For life. Yeah. Um. So who do you think is going to win that match? Well, come on. It's got to be, uh, of course, it's got to be the Bullet Club and the Guns. No, it's, it's FTR and the boys there. It's got to be. you got to give them the win. Now, you got to realize this is going to be Saturday night. It's going to lead into lead into uh, the Forbidden Door the next night. So who knows? Like, I think I, I, CM Punk's going to go over. It's his first match back in Toronto in years. Course. Have you ever seen him wrestle in Toronto before? I've never seen CM Punk wrestle, mostly because here's the thing: I was never a huge CM Punk guy. Most, right. Mostly because, mostly because, um, I didn't really watch a lot of wrestling when he he was the of, guy. Because it, I, I got there's two factors that turned me off of wrestling back then. It was him, CM Punk, and Super Cena. Both of them just pissed me off so much that I went like this. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I can get that. I can understand that, especially the Cena thing. I never, I did not like Cena until there were two two things that changed it. His match against Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, where he took the 18, 18 suplexes in a row, yeah, that's and that's cool. where Suplex City was. Uh, yeah. That's when Suplex City became that thing. Was born. Yeah. And so I, I loved the fact that he did that match. And then I loved uh, him and The Rock, the series. That's what got him over with me was him and The Rock and their WrestleMania series, their two matches, and just uh, how they went back and forth. And it was a beauty of a story. So the, you put in those two match, those three matches are the matches that got me over with John Cena. I've loved him ever since. I just love John Cena. Loud John yeah. Cena. Um, yeah, well, like, I like him. Listen, I like him now. But fuck, no. I did not. <laughs> I did not like him for so, so long. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was so fucking. Ugh. You know what else is. Well, you, you know what else is colliding on Saturday night here in the heartbeat of Toronto? What? Is that. Uh, uh, oh. Uh, Strickland, Swerve Strickland against uh -huh. Tanahashi. And let me tell you, I think Tanahashi's going to win that one. I don't know if he's going to win a Forbidden Door. 
but I do think Tanahashi's going to beat Swerve's Dickman. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah, I see that. Because you can't have all AEW guys go over New Japan guys. Exactly. Next match. Oh, my God. We've got a battle of, oh, I love this guy, Brody King. Absolutely love Brody King. Yep. And, uh, and, you know, collisions brought back some of the stars that we did not even know were on the roster still. Andre Alililio is... I watched him wrestle. I watched him actually wrestle in the debut of Collision. My God, I enjoyed it. Uh, and then he closed it off. He put the figure eight on for the no. win. Yeah. He used the figure eight. He used the figure eight for the win. Oh, my God. What a fuck he is. He's his <laughs> wife's bitch. Then he got on Twitter and he's like, I just want to thank my love for her strength her compassion, and for me being able to use her finish, I wish you told me it was so hard to do. I'm Andrade. He's the best. <laughs> no. He's the best. I love him. I love him. What do you you see him wrap that on, and he's got a rose in between his mouth? <sighs> for real. Honestly, Andrade, if you put out a shirt, I'm buying it. At AEW, at, at the fucking show, I'm buying it. You're going to see the CM Punk telling me when I'm telling lies. You're also going to see, you know what, CM Punk one time, actually in the Pepsi Challenge, he chose Coke. I remember I saw it on a TikTok. He says it wasn't him, but tell me when I'm telling lies. Stop! Now, um, hey, Andre Alirio is probably going to beat Brody King. But you know what might happen, too? Uh, You might see uh, an attack by the House of Black on Elidio because is he still affiliated with the uh, the Mask Brothers? With Roosh and Preston Vance? No, with the, with the, you know. Uh, oh, no, he hasn't been with the Phoenix Boys. Yeah, Phoenix and, uh, and uh, El Penta. Pa- El Penta. Penta? Yeah, no, he hasn't been affiliated with them for a minute. His last people he was affiliated with in AEW was Roosh and uh, was it Preston Vance. Okay. Don't like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Owen Hart tournament women's quarterfinal live Saturday on Collision. We got Nyla Rose colliding with Willow Nightingale. Uh, I'll tell you, if I'm at Collision and, uh, and that match is on, I'm at the concession stand. Yeah. No offense, no offense. No offense to all the women. It's Listen, not I- about that. I like Nyla Rose. I think Nyla Rose is entertaining as hell. But yeah. Willow, Knight, Willow Nightingale, I just don't think can. Like, she doesn't. I just don't, you know, I don't just, like Willow that much, but I get her appeal, but like, just not for me. Willow, that's not for me. Willow Nightingale to me is just like she's not as good as uh, you know uh, Craven from Montreal. The oh, girl. Fuck. Her name's yeah, like, okay. I think her name is Melissa Craven. Yeah. She like, like reminds a, you of you. She's a big girl that can go, and I like her. And Willow reminds me of her, but I like her way better. So, which means I don't like Willow. Nyla Rose, I think, is going to win this match. Uh, or, but maybe they're pushing. Well, maybe they're pushing Willow. Yeah, she's, a, she's a women's ring of, ring of Honor champ right now, right? Now this is great. This is great. Last week, oh, yeah. Wardlow yeah. lost his TNT title yeah. to Luchasaurus. Yeah. Christian Cage is going to come out and address the TNT title. We get 
Captain Charisma back in his hometown of T.O. in deep in the six. It's going to be great. People are going to, his applause break is going to be outstanding. It's going to be so much fun. And then Collision. We'll learn Darby Allens and Sting's partner for Forbidden Door. Who do you think it is? Um, who do I think it is? Yeah. I have two guesses. Okay. So both, um, both of my guesses are horribly wrong, though. Okay, so... Uh, Brian Cage has been wearing Sting makeup lately. He wants into something. <laughs> I uh, okay. Who's your guess? I don't know. My first guess that's probably wrong is the Great Muda. Oh, maybe. From maybe. Sting, Sting, and him had a retirement matches together. Maybe I don't know. It could be. All right. All right. I don't know. Uh, second one. That it could be from Chris Jericho's past. Uh, one of his uh, closest friends at a time. Uh, Lance Storm. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I, that was going to be my third guess. But Ralphus. <laughs> they're, bringing, they're digging up Ralphus. They're not bringing up Ralphus. No, of course. No, I have no idea who it's going to be. I'm excited to see who it's going to be. But like my gut tells me it's somebody from Japan. But like we'll see. Well, Collision will be fun. That's a good card, and uh, you know. But let's uh, let's go to the next one. Let's go to the to the to the to, to the night that everybody's uh, looking forward to. Like this is like the card that has been announced. There's only one way to really describe it, and that is fucking insane. First of all, it the fact that can you imagine? You know, like back in the day. I remember AWA would would do a card with world class, and you got Kerry Von Erich versus Jerry Lawler, and you were so excited, you know, just like I don't know. There's something about when two organizations come together to put on a super card, yeah. you know. It's just it's just special, and yeah. I love that uh aew does this now it's the wwe have done this in the past with japan and wcw as well but this is a different level like you get to really see dream matches and uh we start with like top of the show kenny omega versus will osprey will osprey has been talking some shit about bret hart fuck what does this guy even think he's doing it's so good. I'm so excited. This is the match. I hope it does. It, this better not go first. Anywhere near first. This better not go anywhere near first because I'm going to fucking lose my mind in the very first match and not be able to focus up. I think, I think, I think uh, it closes the show. I, I hope so because, like, think of the fucking. Everybody should be pretty much on their feet for the entirety of that fucking match. But you know what? The thing is. Is a lot of times AEW like to bookend their shows with main events, and if it's like, look at, I really think as much as I think this one should be going last, I think Okada and Daniel Bryanson is going to go last, and not only that, I don't think so. I think I think also Okada will win. I think Okada will win, but I think it'll happen first. 
I don't I see. I don't I see that match. I think that's because, how we'll open the show. Because Okada is known as the greatest wrestler in the world. They're not going to put that guy on first. They're not going to put Kenny Omega on first. Kenny it's Omega Canada. has went on, doesn't he care. But it's it's Canada, it's Canada, baby. Then the pop, Tony Khan, I think, knows the, the climate. Well, what match is going first? I'll tell you what match is going first. Hit me. The match is going first is, yeah. uh, this is your match that's going first. Uh, the AEW International Championship. It's a four-way. You got Orange Cassidy, Daniel Garcia, Zack Sabre Jr. All the fucking fans better shut the fuck up. I don't want to... Zack Sabre Jr. You know when the fans do that? They're going to do it for sure. Oh, and again, and Shibata. <laughs> Shibata, 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 Shibata. Who you got going over in that one? Who's going... Oh, well, Orange Cassidy has the belt. Yeah. But uh, you know what? Maybe it's uh, maybe it's Daniel Garcia's time. Maybe I would maybe. like to see Daniel Garcia. It's uh, Zack Saber Jr. <laughs> I don't like Zack Saber Jr. You know why? Because not only did he have something to do with letting Walter up to Bud in front of me at the CVS at PWG in 2014, I will say this. Or maybe it was 16. I don't know. Whatever it was. <laughs> I just remember I saw Walter, ver- sorry, Gunther, but Walter then against uh, Zack Sabre Jr. And he just turned Zack Sabre Jr.'s chest into fucking meat. And um, I've never liked Zack Sabre Jr. Because I don't like when you put him in a move and then he just like steps out of it like, I'm the rubber man. No, fuck off. I hate that. Stop I like being, Zack Sabre Jr. Stop being so gangly. And stop Stop. looking. So I'm going to cheer for Daniel Garcia for that one. So we got a Garcia from Casey. And we got a uh, fucking Zack Sabre Jr. from me. This is pretty much the way I should think the card should go. The way way I have it reading from bottom to top. So then the next match should be, and I agree with this, Willow Nightingale against Tony Storm. Tony Storm takes the win. Yeah, Tony Storm should take the win. We'll see what happens. If uh, Willow Nightingale can win the night before and yeah. carry that momentum in. Exactly. Who, and who then knows? Tony Storm with some shenanigans takes the win. Um, yes, Ruby Soho is doing lots of shenanigans on the outside. They're, they're not yeah. good together. I don't know. Nope, I don't know. Bunch of beatnik punks, if you ask me. Tell me when I'm telling lies. On this show... <laughs> If you I start him. lying, you fucking tell him when he's telling lies. I was like, I was like, who, who are you? Are you like, fucking, who? What's that band? Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. The catchphrase would fit perfectly in a Matlock or a Columbo type show. Uh, tell me when I'm telling lies, okay? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, I don't know if you know, but uh there's uh my frog's name is CM Frog and he was like, Tell me when I'm catching flies and then he oh. No, that doesn't So okay, here's what the next match after the girls go. This is a good spot to put it. We have the Blackpool Combat uh with uh with Shoda and uh Takeshita. 
and they're going against the elite Eddie Kingston and Ishii. So I don't know if you know this, but D- Dean Moxley is not happy with Eddie Kingston about all no. of this. And no. Eddie Kingston said, I've never liked Claudio. So you chose which friend. Anyone chose to hang out with this fucking Swiss piece of shit. Oh, you saw the promo? I'm your boy. <laughs> I'm your boy, John. You choose to hang out with this neutral war having motherfucker. You, I've no You made your choice. That's exact yeah. that was the, the exact promo. Um <laughs> I'm gonna say uh Blackpool win that match. Yeah, with Eddie Kingston eating the pin. Maybe, yeah. Okay. Next via match. Via Moxley. Via Moxley. A dirty one. Next Real match. Dirty. Owen Hart um, match. You have Kojima against CM Punk. I'm just going to tell you right now, CM Punk's going to win the Owen Hart tournament. So just get used to him winning these CM Punk these matches. That's what you think. Well, we might as well give him something right away. Boom. Give him nothing. Nothing, this piece of shit. You give him nothing. He must earn everything. I enjoy I enjoy CM Punk, and you this tell me. This young upstart punk needs to pay his dues. No, <laughs> he'll, be, uh, he'll be fine. He'll be fine, I think. Fucking five-time uh, champ inside two years of actively wrestling in the promotion. So I'm going to go with Punk on that match. Yeah, I think it's going to be Punk, too. Yeah. Um. Jack Perry versus Sonata. I think Sonata's going to win. Sonata's going to win. You don't gonna... look at it. Jack Perry can't win the title in AEW. He can't win the title in New Japan. No, and it's going to start because, like, I've been reading a little bit lately. Uh, there's a plan. Who's putting that suggest. shit in your mind? Who? There's a plan. Poor Jack is going to turn bad. And he's like, you don't call me Jack Perry, Jungle Boy Jack Perry anymore. My name is Jack Perry Esquire. I'm a lawyer now, and your ass is mine. And he's going to be a heel, but you know, maybe not a lawyer. Imagine if he went, heel. he goes, and are you okay with that? I'm like, did you say, am I McKay with that? He's like, <laughs> no, I don't do what I, no, you I, didn't. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You just keep working in Beverly Hills 90210 <laughs> jokes about his dad. He's like, no, yeah. He's gonna, that's it. I think this is going to be the start of his heel turn. And then you can tell him, you know what? Not only can I pin you for three seconds, not only can I pin you for five seconds, I can pin you for all eight seconds, which is one of his dad's bull riding riding movie. I've seen that shit. (laughs) Um, I'm not a big fan of uh, the new Sonata in the suit. I like Sonata uh, with the mohawk. I like him with the intellectuals. Those guys, you know, Naito and uh, Evil. Um, but hey, uh, Japan's going to win this one. Um, next one, MJF oh, versus on, Tanahashi. Oh, 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 yeah, MJF's going to retain. This is for the MJF's belt. He's going to retain. He has to. I think with Tanahashi going over the night before, yeah. I think Tanahashi... I think Tanahashi is going to do the job for MJF. And the reason why I believe that is because I believe... Look at It's either Okada wins and and and, and MJF win, or it's Daniel Bryan wins and Tanahashi wins. Mm. 
there's going to be a flip flop on those main events. Yeah, I, I like I like that scenario. So I'm happy with and like I think Okada's going to win, and uh, and I'm also happy with uh, Tanahashi putting out a great fucking match, but just oh, losing ever so slightly to MJF. Because this is really, MJF, look at, Daniel Bryan does not need a win over Okada. Daniel Bryan is Daniel Bryan. He doesn't even give a fuck about winning or losing. He just wants to have the best match on the show. Yeah. But MJF needs to, he, look at, Beat he just, he, beating Darby Allen and beating Jungle Boy and Ricky Starks doesn't fucking mean anything. Apologies to those wrestlers because it doesn't no, yeah, 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 But I'm yeah. just saying, but to beat, Japan's John Cena, the ace. Yeah. Tanahashi, yeah. that is a big deal. And that helps him get better. So it's more important in the in the for Tanahashi's on his way out. He knows that. You know, yeah, he's exactly. still you know, he, he he's you know, he's he's Tanahashi doesn't have anything to prove. Whereas no. MJF could use this win. That's it. That's the big thing. And you need to like you need to really kind of keep establishing him as somebody who's like, he's got to carry the strap for a little bit. And then it, there's got to be a chase and take from him. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And then we go into the last match, uh, Daniel Bryanson and Okada. Now you never know what's going on. Like the thing is, is Blackpool comedy club society. They, whatever they do, they're gonna be the shit kicked out. They're gonna have the shit kicked out of them. Those poor fellas they ain't gonna help nobody. You don't think Okada has a bunch of people in his corner? That's all Japan. Japan is is a bunch of factions. That's it, man. I think Okada's getting the win here. I really do. I think so too. I think, uh, you know, uh, Toronto's been begging for some rain, and yeah. the rainmaker is coming to town. Yeah, this ain't no desert, baby. You know how many guns he's gonna have on set? Like you can buy those Okada guns that just shoot out dollar bills, dollar better. You can get the. You can get really? Those. Yeah, I'm you gonna can. buy fucking three of them. <laughs> Two to shoot off like a madman, and one to keep on me at all times. Every time you walk in, you're just shooting out one dollar bills yeah. or two dollar bills, American yeah. ones. American ones, baby. Oh my god, you can be the most popular guy at the nudie bar. I'm gonna do that at the fucking library. Fuck the nudie bar. I'll be like, imagine that you're doing that at the library, and then I'm like, <laughs> I come out and try to outdo you, and I just take a roll of loonies and throw it in somebody's face. Fuck. Local comedian Casey Corbin was arrested at the library for assault today. Throwing twenty five dollars, twenty five dollars in loonies, like from a foot and a half away from their face. He just wire a full roll of loonies. We're fucking poor. Oh, the loons have a good. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this about the Canadian geese in town, but they've been uh, racking up the Canadian geese in Toronto and driving them out to fucking Pickering because <laughs> they don't want them downtown because they're shitting and attacking humans. That's amazing. So, yo, nature's fighting back, bud. Just like in wrestling, nature's fighting back. You got the orcas taking down the boats. You got the geese shitting everywhere, <laughs> taking down humans. Lemurs are stealing people's purses. Now, wait it's a minute. on, baby. We didn't even get to Kenny Omega. We've already forgotten. There's th This is Forgotten Door. No, like, no I didn't forget is, about it. I was waiting for you to bring it up. There is so much main event on this fucker yeah. that uh, there we didn't even get to Will Ospreay 
and and they like to sing songs about him too. Yeah, but listen, who do you think's got it? Willie, do you think Sweet Willie's got it? This is the match two, right? Or is it three? Yeah. Let's find out. Will Ospreay v. Kenny Omega. I think Kenny Omega wins this. Hey, hey, because look at Will Ospreay's been attacking Bret Hart, and we all know Bret Hart doesn't lose in Canada. Maybe Kenny Omega starts to not lose in Canada. And you know why I say that? Do you know why I say that? Because he's three words good Canadian, Canadian boy. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Tell me CM Punk when I'm telling lies. Okay, telling here we go. Lies. They've only played they've only played one match. They and who won? One match. Who won? Our good Canadian boy, Sweet Kenneth Omega. You goddamn right he did. So I believe Sweet Kenneth Omega may take the take the L. This well, two wins ain't gonna set up a third match. That's what I'm saying. And at home, and AEW, bless them. I love AEW for this, but AEW is known for giving us exactly what we want to see. So this would be a hell of a time to not do that. I you know, everybody wants to see an Omega win now, because especially because he just turned face again. And he's with, in Canada. With Don Callis turning on him, and I think, oh, tricky Will. Oh, tricky Willie. Oh, slippery Willie is going to pull this one out. You think uh, any of his goon cub will be in, uh, involved? I think all kinds of fuckery will be afoot. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But Kenny's People. just not going to have enough because the elite, they're going to be gassed out from their fucking barn burner. And they're going to maybe try, but they're not going to have it in them. They're going to get fucking stomped in the alley. Well, let me tell you up here. If he tries to make it rain, it better not be dollar bills because the rain comes down harder when it's hail. That's what I'm talking about. And also, I'll pick it all up. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you ever? There was a bunch of years ago at the Junos, which are like the yeah. Canadian American Music Awards for all you Americans. Yeah. And uh, so basically the Junos. Um, I like that you could have said, wait. One second. I'm just going to hit pause there quick. Yeah. I like that you could have said it's like the Canadian Grammys, but you said it's the it's like the Canadian American Music Awards. Well, no, no, it is. I know, I know. It's perfect. It's the perfect description for it. It's the perfect, like, you described it perfectly. People often say the Junos are like the Canadian Grammys, but they're not. The Grammys are the, the Canadian Grammys are the fucking Grammys. The Grammys, I know, but it's like, it's much more apt. Like yeah, the Junos are for Canadians, just like the American Music Awards are for Americans. Yeah, but to just get like, it's like a Canadian-American Music Awards. Yeah, it's, just it's like, exactly yeah, like, what it is. Most American Music Awards are ghostwritten by Canadians. We're the best at everything art. Canadians are the best artists, baby. That includes wrestling. It includes Woo! wrestling, comedy. Comedy. Woo! Uh, Music. Act, Woo! Acting. Act. Woo! Uh, stand up. Woo! Football. Woo! <laughs> Hockey. Woo! Not baseball. That's Shohei Otani all day long. Um. Hey. So. So. <laughs> the, the. Yeah. So the way I look at it. 
Um, I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about here. How where do we go? I, I went on like a Ric Flair. I'm so sorry. That's all right. That's all Woo! right. <laughs> but I'm gonna say, so here's the winners. Here's the winners. Will Ospreay, Okada, MJF, Sonata, CM Punk, Blackpool Combat Society, Tony Storm. You say Zack Sabre Jr. I say Daniel Garcia. So Japan will pull up one. Uh, well, there's Japan. Uh, that match doesn't count. Uh, Japan will pull up one, two, three, four of the major wins. Out of how many? Out of... Uh, Seven? matches because the you don't count the the blackpool comedy club against the elite because they both have japanese people on both sides so yeah so out of the six matches the japan's gonna go home happy and uh but so, this is the, the first forbidden door i might be wrong but like in, in the first forbidden door that we were blessed with uh, didn't japan get fucking a bit beat up in that one yeah, but uh, this is uh, this is they don't have to go to America; they're in Canada. And you know how Canada cheap to treat the Japanese in the most diverse city in North America. Pretty damn good. This ain't listen. The, this ain't the we love Japanese people. We love. Uh, we have a park in Mississauga called Karaya Gate. What? Uh, and we have a twin city actually in Japan. Uh, Mississauga's got a twin city in Japan. Uh, which is kind of neat. I don't. I'm gonna look that up right now. Which it is, but listen, we got a deep love, and I love the Japanese style of wrestling. I so. I will be wearing my new Japan jacket all weekend, proud uh, to to cheer for my Japanese favorite wrestlers, and uh, maybe I might even wear the pants. There you go. So this is actually I was right. It's crazy. The street's named Karai. Like so that's Korea. Uh, the, Korea, it's pronounced, yeah, but it's yeah, like Paul Korea, the hockey player. But they also, what's needed there, they built a, a replica of the Mississauga City Hall. Oh, yeah, there in Japan, which is kind of funny. I want to go and visit it. Well, it's 145,000 people, 15 kilometers southwest of Nagoya, between Kyoto and Tokyo. Well, I want to go to the Tokyo Dome, the Tokyo Egg Dome, because I've heard a sold-out wrestling crowd there filled up with all those fine yolks. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, got to get a fucking... i got to get my passport. But how out. great, though, seriously. If Okada Brian Danielson is so fucking good, then at Wrestle Kingdom in, in, in January, they do the rematch. That's what you want. You yeah. want a match that makes you want to see the match again. That's now, my question is... That's what's up. Last year at All Out, biggest draw on the show, best match, the acclaimed. Nowhere to be found. How they've fallen, I don't understand Tony Khan's booking. How 
they have fallen so quickly and how the gun club has kind of risen so quickly. I don't know, but it's interesting. It might, but it also might be like there might be vacations that people have asked for. <laughs> there much might be more, injuries. They're much more lenient than the WWE. Yeah. In that in that in those in those look at they sign a guy, you don't see uh you don't see uh Russo Rusev for like four years after they sign him and then he just shows up. <laughs> so But he fucking destroyed there. He well he should destroy. He's had a lot of time to ponder and think about what he wants to do when he comes back. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Um. Yeah. So this this is the these are the matches AEW is taking over, uh, folks. If you're in Toronto, you know, just uh, hang around downtown because these people are probably coming in on the Friday night. You know, they'll be heading downtown to their hotel. Probably staying at the Westin. Nice place. Don't bother them. Though. Don't bother them. Yeah. Don't bother them at the hotel. But if you know. But just go out, and if you see them in the wild, and their people are approaching them, maybe approach them. But you know, let's remember their people too. Yeah, maybe give a little wink and a nod. Give them a little wink and a little nod. Double guns, maybe double guns. Maybe a double guns. Maybe chef's kiss. You know what? One time I was I was walking through the airport in Chicago, and it was early morning, like seven. 30 a.m. Nobody was there, and I'm walking one way. Some guys walking towards me. I realize I know this motherfucker. I know him by three initials R V D. So, what did I do as he was walking towards me? I just gave him the shoulder pumps with the thumbs, and he just gave me a nod, and we kept going our way. Perfect. Another time I was in uh, Halifax. And I was walking down towards the Weston Hotel. And as I was walking towards the Weston Hotel, a very famous celebrity was coming up towards me on the sidewalk. And now, for previous years of his acting career, he was in a role where he didn't have a mustache. But this gentleman is famous for his mustache. And when I saw him, he was wearing a mustache, and I was excited, and I just gave him a nod, and he gave me a nod, and we went about our ways. I did not bother him. Who is that actor? Nick Offerman. No. Then it's the fucking Mr. Hawaii, not Mr. Magnum P.I. himself, Tom fucking Challenge. You're fucking right it was. Damn straight I'm right. Oh, shit. I was like, when he's in the Maritimes, he's Magnum P.E.I., so, I love and, it. and he's uh, yeah. So I, I was very. We, he was staying at the Westin as well. So, uh, the Westin seems to be a hotel of the rich. Oh, rich and famous, but wrestlers love of the rich and famous. Wrestlers love Marriotts. Marriotts. Now, Reese, Ooh. we didn't even talk about this. We've been talking so much about AEW. I didn't even tell you about my recent trip to Niagara Falls. And who I met down in the Niagara Falls. Now, who, who, who do you mean down there now? Well, I went to a little Comic-Con. And little uh, let me tell you, this Comic-Con was fucking ridiculous. Uh, I waited an hour to get I was in line for an hour before getting into the building. 
Jesus Christ. Yes. And then I got into the building, and then you're just standing in more lines, waiting for more people. Oh, anyways, I uh, I got in line, stood in line for Jesse Ventura. I got to meet Jesse the Body Ventura. I had that's my- great news, Casey, and I wanted to tell you it was a real pleasure to meet you and to talk about DARPA and all of those other things that we're talking about. It's important to keep. Our government accountable. Hey. Yes. <laughs> he, let me tell you. I love I love Jesse Ventura. He's the fucking man. First of all, they the Niagara Falls Comic Con doesn't know how to fucking put their guests together. So what you do is you don't put at WrestleCons that I've been to, the two biggest lineups consistently over the last three comic cons that wrestle cons that i've been to trish and lita and bret hart those are the two biggest draws they put trish and lita beside bret beside jesse ventura who never does comic cons so there was so many people in the middle and then after you got past jesse you had tito medusa and wendy richter Nobody's even there. They should have put Trish and Lita, Medusa, Brett, Tito, Jesse, Wendy, and spaced it all out. No, they should have. Yeah, they should have done. They should have put Brett a little bit further in. Make you walk down almost to the very end. Bookend it with Brett. Brett didn't even fucking show up. He was late. He was late. People were waiting like two hours for him to fucking show up. I was like, I was going to get his autograph, but I wasn't waiting. I'm like, fuck that. I waited an hour to get in and then another hour to get to Jesse. And he was like, I was wearing my Andy Kaufman shirt. And he's like, now there's a shirt I surely like. You know, and and he's like, and then all of a sudden he's, uh, I gave him my thing that I was going to get autographed, which was uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated Weekly from like 19... uh, 89 and it was the headline was jesse ventura leaves wwf commentary team and it had a picture of jesse on it he'd never seen it before he was like he looked at it he's like i've never seen this before and then he like started reading it and then he opened it up and he looked on the inside then he went to the back and read the rest of the back and then he uh, he thought, he's like, this is great, you know, and then he signed it. And then he goes, you know, uh, being a Kaufman fan, you must know who is the only wrestler who, uh, to, who beat Jerry Lawler in Memphis but never had to return the belt to him. Who is the only wrestler? I was like, I'm going to guess you, Jesse. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's like, Hogan had to give it back. Flair had to give it back. He's naming all the wrestlers that have to give it back. He goes, but I never had to give it back. You know why? Because I had a relative that was sick, and I couldn't make it the next week to drop the title. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, so he shared a story with me. Like, you didn't have to talk to him. Jesse likes to fucking talk. And uh, God, you should have brought your card, record card, and given him one of your albums. Oh, I wish, I wish, I shouldn't even think, but I just—that's what you got to start fucking doing. <laughs> Every time you go, be like, "Thank you very much." And now here's my record. I'm on all the platforms. I've been blah 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 blah. 
Well, we'll see. We'll see. Let's go. What are you doing, Casey? Let's go. Ah, let's go. But it was, I'm gonna uh, start doing that to you now, Casey. I'm pushing you to. You're gonna. You're gonna start being wrestler's favorite comedian. It was cool. It was RJ City's wrestler's favorite comedian. We all. RJ City, fuck you, RJ. What? City. You're no, no Casey Corbin. No, RJ. you're no Casey Corbin, RJ. RJ. No, you're okay. You're okay. But you're no Casey, RJ. RJ. You're what? He's well. Come on. He RJ's. RJ's alumni of the show. He's been on the show. Twice. I know he's great, but he's no Casey. You're Casey. He's wow. RJ. RJ, he, you know. I've watched you make people laugh from Golden Lake, Ontario, all the way to St. Catharines, baby. I watched you turn the lights out in Niagara Falls and turn them back on in Toronto. What are we talking about here? <laughs> all of a sudden, who, who, yeah, Don King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a new promoter. You're the new the, the wait, you, wait. You Canadian flag. You're a good Canada boy. You walk in with the Only in America, but in Canada I've got like my hair's like this, so yeah. instead of like only in Canada, baby. I'll make you huge in North Bay. Oh we did. We did. We did. I know we did North Bay. Yeah. We great times. Oh shit, man. So so that's what we look like. That's what it looks like. Uh, folks, we're gonna, you know, this is something we don't do, but we're gonna come back next week. Next week, we're gonna have a review of yeah. all this shit that we saw this weekend, and that, and that, so that's probably gonna even drop, maybe even on the original day, maybe next Wednesday. If we Man. get to do it Tuesday night, we can get her done. We'll get her done, but uh, uh, yeah, this is gonna be excitement, excitement all. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. So, uh, hey. All you people out there, happy AEW Collision Weekend in Toronto. And remember, this isn't the Collision Weekend for Canada. This is a Collision Tour that's going to collide with a lot of our cities on the way across Canada. And you know what? You're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. They're at, they're, we're doing a tour for a show that we can't get in Canada. No, you got to get TSN. It's on TSN at midnights or after, I it believe, after, on midnights, TSN. Yeah. Yeah, but you can just yeah record it, watch it the next day like I did. You can just record it, watch it the next day. Who are you? Come on, get a VCR. Duh. Come on, what are you fucking uh, get Luddite? A get a fucking VCR. Get a VCR. And or, or record PDR. it. Get a VCR. One of the initials. Get a VCR. And record it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So record that. And uh, folks, thank you for joining us on Talking Wrestling. Thanks for letting us put a headlock in your ear. Uh, for Never Eat Network and for Reese Turner and myself, uh, we'll talk at you next week. So tune in, and we will talk to you later. Bye. Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.